All right. That sound you just heard before our usual intro is us going back in time from 1990, <laughs> where we are already back in time. Whoa. Yeah. Trippy, huh? This is Drew uh, here, as always, with my little sister, Ashley, and hey. best friend, Derek. Hey. And we are going to do something special this week. We are going to do a kind of like summer, summer, what do we want to call it? Extravaganza. Extravaganza. Yeah. Mid, a mid-summer look back Extravaganza. look ahead at what we've, um, what we've enjoyed so far from the summer of 1990 and what we're most looking forward to as we, um, move forward with what's left of the summer. So it's been a blast being in 1990. We're over halfway done. How are y'all feeling just in general about the year before we get into the summer um, so far? It's a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feels like the novelty factor of the of the 80s. Mm-hmm. There's We've had more generic movies in the 90s. We've had more kind of like duds. Yeah. Overall, I'd say. Um, but just you wait. Yeah. I mean, there it hasn't been all duds, of course. I mean, we are starting our um, summer extravaganza from the point when Total Recall came out. And so far, we've watched from Total Recall through Gremlins to Die Hard to Ghost, Arachnophobia, and then most recently problem child which is why we had to take a break from movies frankly um, to do this um, it, it left a pretty sour taste in our mouth um ashley what if now that we are zeroing in on the summer season uh specifically what have your favorite movies or moments been so far so my favorite surprise movie that i didn't know i'd like so much was dick tracy oh wow i didn't know really much about it and then going to it like visually it's just like so like fucking cool to look at so i was really impressed by that movie um and i'd probably and i would definitely watch it again i haven't yet but i would um and then we kind of went on a little bit of a run like with ghost was really i thought ghost was good and arachnophobia mm-hmm. was really good and then went to problem child which ruined that little streak but i don't know i think we've had some pretty good movies so far i'm just really excited for what's coming around the bend yeah it's pretty hard to top um it's total recall kicking off the yeah. summer um, and like unexpectedly original blockbuster in a summer that has been dominated just in terms of bulk by sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Gremlins 2 and Robocop 2, which came out on the same weekend. Um, we had Die Hard 2. Um, and before that, we had 48 hours, not two, but another. <laughs> um so, and the, the another kind of just sums up my reaction to all of these sequels, except for Gremlins, where they were retreads, they were watered down versions of what you got before. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley, are you feeling like you've had a little sequel-itis, or do you enjoy the comfort of returning to familiar territory? I'm not really a big fan of sequels, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually the first, especially, I mean, Gremlins 2 is fine. I enjoyed it. Gremlins original is obviously the best. Mm-hmm. Um, 
RoboCop 2 I've never seen. Die Hard 2 still haven't seen, which I'm okay with. But oh, right. Like, you missed that one. Yeah, which is, but it sounds like it's okay that I missed it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of sequels overall. Just I like the origin stories and I like starting from the beginning and then I don't really need to watch the rest of them. Yeah, I don't. It's obviously the highlight. The, the highlights of the summer for me are total recall and ghost mm-hmm. um i mean we already is in terms of one things i knew i loved total recall because i watched it about a year ago again but it just it just the effects the um kind of world building arnold's performance everything about that movie holds up really really well the satire um and then ghost is just such a strange box office smash hit Mm -hmm. Like if you're looking at this slate of movies, just the summer movies to no one would have predicted that that would be the movie that ends up being the highest grossing film of the year and the highest grossing film. What since like uh, one of the highest grossing films ever up to this, up to this point. So that was, that was fun to kind of see that happening live in the moment in 1990. Good excuse to go back. Um, were there any other kind of um, themes you've noticed from the summer besides all the, the sequels, actually? Um, I'm trying to think it's hard because the, it's a 1990. So it's not quite the 90 fully the 90s yet. It's still kind of in the 80s. Yeah. So all the movies kind of feel like they're in the 80s. <laughs> so yeah. it makes it a little tough to um, discern the two decades for me. Yeah, one one epiphany we kind of had early on in this year before the summer hit was just that some movies would feel very 80s and some movies would feel like they were tapping into the moment. Like normally a movie is tapping into a couple years previous, if not longer, because mm-hmm. of the nature of production <laughs> schedules. Um, but when you have m- movies like House Party and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, those have been our highest ranking 90s movies so far in terms of how 90s they are because they feel like totally original and ahead of their time and things that you know we know in hindsight would turn into uh pop culture phenomenons um i feel like ghost the the other thing that was such an oddity about that is that it didn't really have a legacy um whoopi goldberg would obviously go on to being stuff and swayze was already um, a movie star, but kind of like waning. Um, it didn't really resuscitate his career in a meaningful way. And it didn't spawn ghosts. Um, it didn't spawn like any, any sequels, surprisingly, it just kind of happened. Um, and then, and came and went, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but didn't have a legacy, so to speak. So, yeah. Um, how does this summer Looking at the list of movies we watched a year ago for the summer of 84, how does the summer of 1990 stack up against 84, Ashley? Um, 84 is stronger, stronger. Summer. Yeah, it's <laughs> 84 is probably the most epic summer of all time. Um, if you need a recap, Ghostbusters, well, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom came out at the very end of May. And then you're straight into Ghostbusters and Gremlins in the same weekend. The Karate Kid, Conan or Conan, um, Purple Rain, Chud, a personal favorite of mine, <laughs> Never Ending Story. Um, it's it's really that just 
that starts a summer that is probably unparalleled, you know, that, that couple week run is probably unparalleled in the mm-hmm. history of, of film, at least for our personal tastes. So we'll see um, maybe the back half of the summer of 1990 can uh, make up for what hasn't been a bad summer so far, but an uneven one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so our next movie that we're going to be reviewing um, on the podcast and going to see in theaters is Flatliners. Have you, are you familiar with this movie, Ashley? No, not at all. Yeah. It's a movie about like, um, I want to say college age kids or, you know, it's kids that want to get a rush by briefly um, or briefly making their heart stop before resuscitating themselves. Whoa. Okay. And you can, and Kiefer Sutherland's in it and some other stars. And you can imagine that there might be some complications with that type of recreational hobby. Um, (laughs) We've got a few dark movies coming up. We've got that. um, And then the exorcist three, I'm sure you've seen the exorcist, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But have I seen the third one? I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. The, the second one was pretty um, unpopular. But the third one has developed sort of a cult reputation. I'm pretty eager. The dude who wrote the original book uh, that the movie was based on directed this, I'm pretty sure. Oh, And I haven't seen it, but I've always heard that the third one um, deserves uh, a first or third look. So those are going to be up next. And then we have a legendary Nick Cage performance. Um, so let's hear a little clip from this one. Uh oh. <laughs> what? It looks insane. Yeah. It kind of reminds me like a Quentin Tarantino movie. There's a lot know. of oh. stuff going on. It's directed by someone else. Lola! <laughs> All right. I didn't have much parental guidance. Oh, David, David Lynch. David oh, Lynch. David Lynch. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, David Lynch movie came out during between season one and season two of Twin Peaks. That's why he kind of abandoned um, <laughs> the show that he co-created to make this movie. I wouldn't say it's one of his most highest regarded movies, but you can imagine with Nick Cage and Laura Dern and this kind of like just insane plot that it's a very intriguing movie to digest. Um, okay. So I'm, that's probably my most anticipated movie to talk about, but, um, but yeah, actually you haven't seen it. I have not. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so last year we skipped, we, okay. So we did talk about Lynch for twin peaks. That's right. I was, Mm -hmm. we skipped Dune. Um, so we haven't watched any of Lynch's movies, but we did talk about him during our twin peaks pilot episode. So I've gotten to share some of my thoughts on my favorite movie director, but this will be another opportunity to, geek out on lunch stuff so maybe i'll look up some some facts that you don't know Surprise please you. yeah by all means 
Um, Ashley, what are you looking forward to in the rest of the summer? I'm really looking forward to the witches. Okay, well, that brings up an interesting dilemma because yeah, I know. the witches comes out on the same movie as the Christian Slater uh, joint pump up the volume. And I want to see that as well, <laughs> which I've always wanted to see. Um, yeah. So in the witches that they, they remade that last year, right? Yeah, but I didn't see it because I really liked the first one. So yeah. I didn't want to. Um, I we we probably shouldn't have this. Um, we shouldn't make our final decision now, but I don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna decide. <laughs> Maybe we can do like can we do both a new format where we each watch one. I mean, I've seen the witches before. Um, I guess if you've never seen Pump Up the Volume, that wouldn't really work. But yeah, yeah. we might have to do our first ever um, double feature because yeah. I have to watch Pump Up the Volume one way or another. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to watch Slumber Party Massacre 3. Can we just like... I think that's my birthday movie. Or oh, it's shit. close okay. to it. It's no, a seven. actually, no, it comes before that. Um, I really like Slumber Party Massacre 1. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the third one's probably really good too. And and it'll be our third three, I want to say, of the year. Yeah. Back to the Future 3, Exorcist 3, and then Slumber Party 3. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll third see. Three. Okay. Um, it might be on the chopping block. Uh, so we've got those and then um, that leaves two movies rounding out the end of the summer the first one is starring one of our childhood heroes who will absolutely demolish Steven Seagal in any fight and arguably crush the Chuck Chuck Norris crush the Chuck (laughs) First, he demolished the supreme player in the most brutal sport in the world. Nobody plays for kicks. And nobody's playing games. Van Damme is Burke. You're not gonna last too long. It's the threat. It's a promise. Prisoners hate cops more than anything else. He loves a good fight. Good. Was, they really encapsulated his whole career in that in that yeah. short trailer, <laughs> padding out the padding out the ninety seconds with footage from a lot of other movies. So maybe was, that's a bad sign. No, I think it'll be fine. Have I was we hoping, seen that movie? No. Okay. I was hoping at first that it was Street Fighter. <laughs> that yeah, came out that'll in come. That'll come a little later. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, Street Fighter. I was like, no, it's a different one. <laughs> but, um. So yeah, we have Death Warrant with JC VD rounding out the um, second to last movie of the summer. And then, I mean, the, the, the movie that came out, I think, in the, the first week in September 1990, Labor Day, is a movie that you commonly hear people say is their favorite movie of all time. Um, I've known, you know, a lot of different people that just... Uh, are absolutely obsessed with this movie. I'm a little um, reluctant. Well, I mean, I, I like it, but I don't know that it's anywhere close to the level of adoration that, that some people have for it. Ashley, where do you stand with this Martin Scorsese gangster classic that started it all? Good fellas. I've never seen it. Okay, perfect. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> it's a very entertaining movie. 
So, and I'm pretty sure it's going to hold up really well. Let's hear a bit of the trailer. Never ran on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hey, Mom, what do you think? You look like a gangster. I know I By the time I grew up, there was 30 billion a year in cargo moving through Idlewild Airport. And believe me, we tried to steal every bit of it. What do you do? I'm in construction. He's not Jewish. Mazel tov. For most of the guys, killings got to be accepted. Nope, hey, Henry, here's an arm. Oh, wow. Very funny, guys. Here's a leg. Here's a wing. <laughs> what do you like? A leg and a wing. <laughs> to live any other way was nuts <laughs> and we were treated like movie stars with muscle we had it all just for the asking it's gonna be a good summer <laughs> it was a glorious time in a world that's powered by violence oh, our streets where the violent have power a new generation carries on an old tradition Yeah, I can't wait to watch this. I've just always like kind of, I've seen Scarface once or twice, but I've never seen Goodfellas. So. Yeah, Scarface is really aggressive. This is the only, you know, like thing that's tough to watch about it is just that you like uh, rooting for the the bad guys mm-hmm. so much. Um, I mean, since y'all haven't seen it, we don't need to, we yeah. don't need to get into it. Spoiler. Into in depth, but there's no way you're not going to be very entertained by it so perfect (laughs) yeah um of all those movies that are left ashley you kind of already answered this but are you gonna uh is your most anticipated the witches or is there something else you're looking forward to more so i'm actually really looking forward to watching misery yeah well that's gonna be in for the winter so good luck well i'm like (laughs) i've never seen it so i'm still looking forward to it yeah yeah Um, um but this is just our summer extravaganza. Oh. Well, oh. for the summer extravaganza, probably. Yeah. Pro- well, since I've seen the witches, probably pump up the volume, but I do want to watch both of them. So. Wild um, at heart. No love. No. Too nervous. <laughs> Not yet. I just don't. What well, David Lynch is so confusing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's probably one of, I mean, I wouldn't say it's one of his less weird movies, but it's just one of the more, I don't know, Nick Cage doing his thing. almost overpower some of Lynch's um, idiosyncratic uh, idiosyncrasies. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a showdown between two very strong, like (laughs) cinematic uh, voices. Do you want to explain Mulholland Drive to me in in one sentence? Sure. Um, Mistaken identities. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting um summer. What season of movies, actually, nineteen ninety or otherwise, is is the summer movie season traditionally your favorite or um fall movies, winter movies? What's what's your favorite season of movies? More of a fall gal. Mm, okay. Because some are usually like the big, like heavy hitter blockbuster movies, and those are fine. But yeah. I like the horror and like, I don't know. I'm more of like the fall. Like you cozy up and you like watch the movie in the theater, and it's cold outside, and like the whole feeling about it 
I don't know. I, I prefer that time of year the best. That's a great, that's a great choice. Yeah. There's that like tail end of summer period where it, you know, the leaves are changing outside mm-hmm. and the movie's tones are changing inside mm-hmm. the theater. And, uh, you get like, um, more experimental films typically. And then of course, October you get movies like misery. So yes, exciting to look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Typically, as we look back through history, you, the, the movies you remember the most are going to often be summer releases, but you kind of just convinced me looking at 84. Um, mm-hmm. we did this, we did this last year at the end of the end of the whole year. And there was that stretch with like body double and nightmare on Elm street and, um, uh, silent night, deadly night, yep. just like end of October into November, which is you get like the seasonal movies, um, holiday movies this year, this year, I mean, fall might be our strongest season mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, so lot to look forward to um with the rest of the year i guess the last the last question i have on the the seasonality point is that regardless of the movies themselves that are coming out um it's easy to get distracted in the summer i think there was mm-hmm. used to be this cultural behavior to where you use the movies as a respite from the heat or like everyone would just kind of like get used to going to the movies during the summer season because there wasn't like a full release schedule of good of good stuff to see but like now i feel like yeah the summer is usually the time where i'm least compelled to Mm -hmm. be in the theater um i mean it depends on what's coming out but if you just separate the like there's a lot of other competing activities during the summer whereas fall feels like okay let's just um start to retreat from the outdoors and yeah. <laughs> go inside a movie theater and escape from the the darkness and the the, the cold that's setting in so the escape from the darkness by going into a dark movie yeah, theater and watching horror theater. movies of course. <laughs> um, perfect <laughs> all right well um any thoughts on the summer so far or should we um preview our movie for next week let's do a preview all right today's a good day to die Flatline. 30 seconds to go. There's a space. Can you recall any specific emotion or sensation? No, but there's something out there. We're running out of time. 300, clear. Nothing. Your heart, go again. Clear. Nothing, I can't hear anything. Come on, Nelson. Breathe. We lost him. No. Blair Roberts? Yep. Welcome back, man. I'm going next. Two minutes. 210. Was there anything there about your experience? This is too weird. We've experienced death. Now, somehow, we brought our sins back physically. That, that is not a hallucination, and it is not possible. Flatliners. Some lines shouldn't be crossed. Ooh, that's a really good cast. Holy cow. Yeah. We got okay. Kiefer Sutherland, Joey Roberts, Kevin Bacon, William Baldwin, Oliver, Oliver Platt. Platt, and Kimberly Scott. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a gothic Pretty thriller. Good. All right. <laughs> or nine to be. Um, yeah, I don't think I've seen this movie, but we'll give our full backstories next week um, in case anything we see in the movie jogs our 
memories or pulse for that matter. Um, thank you for joining us on this summer of 1990 extravaganza. Um, I think in the future, we'll obviously talk about this more, but I think we could kind of like break our movie years into seasons and potentially even jump around um, years in between seasons. So Ooh, okay. more on that later, but for now we are firmly in 1990 summer, fall, winter, and we already did spring. So all four seasons. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I think Ashley, um, oh, of course, I forgot to mention you can subscribe to the podcast by searching new release and Spotify or Apple podcast or anywhere else you get those things. Ashley. That's a wrap. You can feel it in the streets on a day like this day. It feel like summer. I feel like summer.